Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, whether you're doing it on cnjradio.com or you're subscribed on iTunes and leaving a comment, never missing one single episode. I thank each and every one of you for doing that. And uh, hey, it's a brand new year. I mean, I've already posted shows this year, but you know, that was all 2013 stuff. It's a new year. And, you know, hey, resolutions, more listeners. So tell your friends. That's all I got. Uh, it's the first week of January. January 8th is a big day for music fans because it, it damn near should be a national holiday, for sure. I, I've probably said that before on the show, probably the last two years on the show because I've been alternating every other year. We do Elvis or Bowie. This year it's Elvis and... Uh, got plenty of stuff to play it's always easy this is kind of a layup but you know it's it's been a long holiday season i just want to have some fun here on the show i hope you come along with me on the ride gonna pay tribute to elvis for the most part in the sense uh i'm gonna kick off the show with an elvis song and then we're just gonna pretty much do covers after that or songs about elvis mostly covers though kicking off the show here today with the man himself the guy that broke rock and roll through to the mainstream and we appreciate him for that. And you know what? Underrated. Elvis's 70s period. I love Elvis' 70s, man. You know, people bag on him for being fat and everything, but hey, man, he was still Elvis, and he could still sing his ass off. And I like the soul stuff. Uh, there's a little bit of country stuff on here through the 70s, but I really like the stuff he was doing. So uh, no further proof than this song right here. It's a lot of fun. And since, uh, you know, I'm, I'm in... Uh, gonna be 35 this year crazy but uh first time i ever heard this song was actually a cover version i had no idea it was an elvis song it was the travis tripp version of this and years later i found out it was elvis so kicking off the show here today nice little boogie jam for you this is t-r-o-u-b-l-e
right, there you go. That was Elvis, of course, with T-R-O-U-B-L-E, 1975, from the album Elvis Today. Go uh, go dig deep on Elvis. I think you'll have a lot of fun with it. And actually, I'm a little behind because they put out this set er, earlier in 2013 dealing with Elvis's Stax sessions. He actually went to Stax Records and did a session, and it's out there now, so I'm going to be picking that up for damn sure. Can't wait to hear that, so like I said, love me some 70s Elvis. Alright, let's do some Elvis covers now. Slightly chronological tonight, so let's uh, get into the covers. Uh, one of the true innovators and originators of rock and roll, of course, Little Richard. And hey, you know, even though Little Richard will tell you that he invented this thing, uh, he wasn't above doing covers, especially at that time. And, hey man, this is probably one of the best Elvis covers I've ever heard. Uh, Elvis covers. I know, it's a Big Mama Thornton song. Hound Dog. But, obviously, because of Elvis recording it, it became a massive success. Went from underground to mainstream, like in a flash. So, yeah, I, I realize, I know, so don't fault me for it too much. But I had to put this on here, because it's such a great cover version. So here you go, this is Little Richard doing Hound Dog. You! And you! And you! Not you! You! You ain't nothing but a hound dog walking on the time. You ain't nothing but a hound dog clocking all the time. Yeah. You ain't never caught a rabbit and you ain't no friend of mine. Now they said you was hopping. birthday boys today his original favorite artist of all time little richard david bowie was such a massive fan of little richard at one time he said he didn't even want to be 
Little Richard as so much he wanted to be Little Richard's saxophone player. So there you go. That was Hound Dog by Little Richard. I got that off of a release called Babyface, which it's like some of those other releases you see out and about where it's re-recordings of Little Richard hits that he did. He probably made more money off those, honestly. But, uh, uh, you know, on those releases you will find the occasional track that makes the release worth getting, and that is one of those for sure because... You know, like I said, after you get the Georgia Peach collection, which you, everybody should have that. Uh, you know, just kind of look around. Maybe you can, like, uh, get a few off of iTunes, cherry pick, basically. Because, you know, what's the point in getting re-recordings if you already have the original deal? All right, moving on here. Uh, another guy, and a guy has been nominated a couple of times for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and just misses getting in there, which is, is pretty sad because this guy is greatness. Paul Butterfield and the Paul Butterfield Blues Band. Such a great band. and I started listening to them actually just about three years ago because I, I either heard or was reading an interview with Alice Cooper. And Alice has seen them all. He's, he's played with them all or he's seen them all live. And he said the greatest live band he ever saw was the Paul Butterfield Blues Band. So I had to go check them out. And definitely uh, kind of Yardbirds-esque, but definitely more blues-based. That harmonica playing of Paul Butterfield is ridiculous. So... I'm sure every rock guy that followed Paul Butterfield that played the harmonica was a fan. So, here you go. I'm going to get to hear it now. Uh, doing a really early Elvis classic. This is Paul Butterfield Blues Band with Mystery Train. <laughs> Thank you. 
I feel like I should put a disclaimer in front of each one of these tracks because on principle almost every song that Elvis sang is is pretty much a cover song but you know we we all get it right we're all in the same gang here uh Elvis popularized all these songs this that was Mystery Train by Paul Butterfield Blues Band and that was originally recorded by Junior Parker 1953 and the interesting thing about that was the original recording was also on Sun Records who of course signed Elvis later on so they had that song in their catalog ready to go for Elvis to make famous about two years later after the fact so yeah like I said disclaimer pretty much every Elvis song is a cover okay yeah I, I know I know people alright alright next song here and uh, I said underrated earlier I think these guys are supremely underrated this band I think has gotten a massive bad rap. They're considered a joke, and I think it's unnecessary, and I think it's unfounded to call them a joke. Yes, they were over the top, but is there really anything wrong with being showmen? That could go for a lot of people, so I'm just going to put it all on the line here. Sha-na-na. I'm a big Sha-na-na fan. Now, that could be my age, but when I was growing up, and they their star had kind of already passed by the time I was coming up and listening to music, but my parents did have a double best of Shanana, mostly like live tracks, and I played the hell out of that record, or I made them play the hell out of that record. The first time I heard any of these songs from the 50s and early 60s, they were performed by Shanana, so they're always going to have it right here, right in my heart. I'm always going to have a soft spot for them. Man, that's getting soft. I'm glad I, I got the uh, the yoga package in the mail. Alright, but I think you should check out some Shanana stuff. Especially watching them, they just go a million miles an hour. If you've only seen the Woodstock footage, you got to go look up some other stuff. Because they're, they're absolute greatness. I think so. So here you go. Here's Shanana doing a song that Elvis... One of the first, if not the first, song that people heard by Elvis, if you came up with them. This is... Heartbreak Hotel. Well, since my baby left, I found a new place to dwell. It's down at the end of Lonely Street, the Heartbreak Hotel. Yeah, make it lonely, even lonely. Make it so lonely, you could die. Though it's always crowded. The bellhop's chills keep falling The desk clerk's dressed in black They've been so long on Lonely Street They'll never, ever go back Make it lonely You've been lonely Make it so lonely You can die I want to hit me next Got a new 
from New York City Shanana with Heartbreak Hotel go check out some of the versions they've done of those classic songs man like hearing them do get a job just kills me every time so there you go Shanana I'm a fan alright there you go uh, another guy I really I don't think I've played him at all on the show if I have it maybe like once uh, but the greatness of Rod Stewart the, the old school greatness of Rod Stewart Oh man, yeah, that guy could sing. I mean, yeah, he can still sing, but he doesn't put out songs worth a damn anymore. I mean, yeah, he just pretty much does covers, but man, that stuff is that stuff is tough to get through, man. Just vanilla production. You know, this man used to do covers back in the day, and he was great. He would own these songs. Like when he would do I Ain't Superstitious, God, is there anything better than that and Jeff Beck wailing in the background? Come on. Ah, so Rod, I, I I don't know what to say. I don't I don't know if you're ever coming back, but you know you put out some great stuff when you were happening, and this is no exception. You did a great Elvis cover back on the Every Picture Tells a Story record, like like I'm talking to him directly, like he's listening. Uh, back in 1971, great record. Every Picture Tells a Story, and uh, you know that's all right, Mama. It's an Arthur Crudup song, if I'm not mistaken. That was the song that Elvis auditioned to Sam Phillips to get signed to Sun Records. So, so we're going to hear Rod Stewart's version of this and backed up kind of a slash medley at the end going into some Amazing Grace. And I include that here because it's all in one track, but at the same time, Elvis obviously did this song as well. So it's a double cover of a cover of a cover. Yes. All right. So here you go. If you don't think I'm being terribly creative on this particular show, go back and listen to the Elvis show from two years ago. I, I really did some weird stuff on that episode. So go check that out as well. There's a, there's a plug in there. Until then, this is Rod Stewart with That's Alright slash Amazing Grace.
was blind, but now I see. All right, don't don't you feel so much better there? There you go. All right, uh, I'm not much of a religious guy, but there you go. That was very well sung. I, I'm a fan. If you can sing it well, it doesn't matter. I can usually turn my brain off for that kind of stuff. So there you go. That was. That's All Right and Amazing Grace by Rod Stewart. Hope you enjoyed that. Every Picture Tells a Story is a great record. You should have it if you, if you don't already. Or if you want to dip your toe into that early era Rod Stewart solo stuff, the Rod Stewart Gold CD, the double disc, is, is very good as well. All that gold stuff is very affordable now. They've dropped the prices on those tremendously. So There you go. Go fill in some blanks there. Uh, I played a decent amount of comedy stuff on my first Elvis tribute show, and actually I cut this one off of there, figured oh, I'll just put it on the next one. So two years later, here it is. Uh, for some reason, I like this song, but it does get stuck in my head sometimes when Elvis gets brought up, because I just think of some of the lyrics on here, because they're just so funny. Uh, I'm a big Dennis Leary fan, and I know Dennis is a big Elvis fan. Uh, he's done plenty of jokes about him, but I can always tell it's all in fun. Uh, so off of the one of the great comedy albums of the modern era, if you don't have Lock and Load by Dennis Leary and you like comedy, you should have this record. It's really funny, and the record plays really well. It's got a lot of great bits on it, great stand-up, and it's got some songs, much like he did when he put out Asshole in the early 90s, which was a massive hit. So he continues to do songs just in case maybe there's a hit down the road again for Dennis, but uh, I like this one a lot. Here you go, the Elvis-inspired Elvis and I. Hey, tell the colonel he can kiss my ass. Mmm, I smell bacon. Elvis is in the kitchen. Uh, man, I'm not a potato gravy. No skipping on the coleslaw this time. Yeah, give me some of them little 
bacon cheeseburger with everything on it. Uh, maybe a peanut butter and banana sandwich, a big bag of chips, a pound of sausages, a half a pound of deck cheese, a big old stack of silver dollar pancakes. Maybe a six pack of Formula 44D. Put nibbles on the bottles, will you? Hell, is it that chop up onions and bad, bad, bad cheese? We took them up with some peanut butter and cheese. Hell, is it that call up Cadillac dealerships all night long? Give me 20 lap, you know, the rotten leopard material. 40 sky with a cooler bill. There you go, off of the great lock and load record. That was Dennis Leary with Elvis and I. Go check that out. I hope you liked that as well. Next up, I'm going to play you a band that definitely has no problem covering Elvis or Elvis covers. Uh, of course, a perennial favorite on the show, the little old band from Texas, ZZ Top. Of course, you know, what makes a year on Rock Strikes 10 without multiple appearances by ZZ Top? But we love them here. And I will keep continuing to play them. Now, I'm not going to be lazy about it, because I'm sure most of you already know, yeah, ZZ Top, you, you covered Jailhouse Rock on Fandango, and you've also done a synth-heavy cover of Viva Las Vegas on the Greatest Hits album. I'm sure you've heard those. What you may not have heard, uh, off of a pretty underrated release, I, you know, I thought, I thought mostly it's really, really good, uh, the Triple X record. And they put that out like around the early 2000s. And on it is a really, really heavy blues inspired jam of Let Me Be Your Teddy Bear. So you're going to enjoy it right now. Here you go. This is ZZ Top. <laughs> Teddy bear, put a chain around my 
right, there you go. That was Billy Gibbons, Frank Beard, and Dusty Hill with Let Me Be Your Teddy Bear. Like I said, that was off of the Triple X record. Uh, go check some of that out if you've never heard it. It's 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 pretty solid. I think the, the last album they put out was the best thing they had done in a long time as far as the top-to-bottom record. But there's there's good stuff down the road in between all that. So, yeah, email me if you want suggestions. I'll, I'm always happy to do that. All right, next song here. Gonna play something by Headcat, which is uh, Lemmy, of course, from Motorhead, Slim Jim from Stray Cats, and uh, a guy named Danny. Uh, I, I forget where he's from, but yeah, cool band. Three piece throwback to the great rockabilly of the 50s, which, of course, you know, Slim Jim is a massive fan. You may not know that Lemmy is a big fan, uh, but you should. The two Headcat records are a lot of fun, a lot of great covers on there. And on the latest one they put out a few years ago called Walk the Walk, Talk the Talk, there was a fun version of Elvis's Trying to Get to You. So here you go. This is Headcat. I've been traveling over mountains, even through the valleys too. I've been traveling night and day, running over way, baby, trying to get to you. Traveling night and day, running all the way, maybe trying to get to you. Headcat with Trying to Get to You, and their first album was like all covers. Uh, the second one, Talk the Talk, or sorry, the second one called Walk the Walk, Talk the Talk, it's um, some covers and some originals on there, so uh, definitely check that one out for sure. And I, I hope Headcat does some more stuff. I, I realize that Motorhead takes up like all of Lemmy's time, that and just Lemmy's lifestyle in general, but I would love for Headcat to come down here and do a show. I would totally go see that. All right, 
next one up here, and there's so many versions of this song. Uh, I pretty much just threw a dart at it, but I figured maybe this one, ha I think this one's been heard the least out of the four that I narrowed it down to. There's so many great versions of Viva Las Vegas, and it, it's a fun song, so what can you say? Uh, so I figured I'd go ahead and just play the version by the current citizen of Las Vegas, Vince Neil, and this Tattoos and Tequila record. It's, it's an all-covers album, but I think it's really cool. There's some great song selections on there, and really, Viva Las Vegas is probably the most mainstream song on it. Uh, so he digs deep, so you really should check out this record. Uh, but until then, enjoy this version. I think it's a really good version of it. So here you go. This is Vince Neil with Viva Las Vegas. Vince Neil, of course, of Motley Crue, with Viva Las Vegas. I think most of the band on that track are guys from Slaughter. That shouldn't take away from your enjoyment of the record, right? Uh, but like I said, go check it out. He does some really cool stuff on there. He does Cheap Tricks, He's a Whore, and ACDC by Sweet. You know, just stuff like that. Some really cool stuff. So, 
Alright, last song of the evening. Uh, one of my favorite bands in the entire world, The Great Twisted Sister. And apparently we're getting a documentary about Twisted Sister out this year, and that's a story to tell. So I'm looking really forward to that. So, uh, yeah, there's like a Facebook page for it. and uh, 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 So I've been following it. As, like I said, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know closer to the release date when it's coming out. Because, like I said, even just the pre-fame years, that's a documentary unto itself. And speaking of the pre-fame years, this is a track from that, from the bar band days of Twisted Sister, back when they were in full drag. You know, six-foot-five guys wearing dresses and lipstick in front of bikers. And the reason the bikers didn't give them any shit after a while is because they, they could probably kick most of their asses, so... Uh, pretty cool, and they would do tons of covers. You know, it's a bar. You know, you got to play some covers, right? So here you go. This is from Detroit, 1979. This is Twisted Sister closing this out tonight with Jailhouse Rock. Like you. Oh man, it's a two car.
there you go. That was Twisted Sister with Jailhouse Rock, a live version from 1979 in Detroit, Michigan. You can find that actually on their Live at the Hammersmith Odium double disc, and that's one of the bonus tracks at the end of it. So they do that, and I think like a 35-minute version of Trank Have a Rollin' or something like that. I'm exaggerating, but I know it's on there. Yeah, Jailhouse Rock, probably the best Elvis movie. If you're going to recommend one to somebody, Viva Las Vegas is second to me, but Jailhouse Rock is probably the best overall cinematic achievement of Elvis. And of course, in that movie, he didn't give a fuck about nothing except, you know, living fast, dying young, leaving a good-looking corpse. All right, enough about the king, and enough about quotes from my favorite movies of all time. Going to have to close the show out here today. I hope you enjoyed it. This is our having fun Elvis birthday tribute. Plenty of more shows to come down the line for 2014. So please come along with me. Tell your friends. And of course, I don't say this nearly enough on the show, but please send in your theme show requests. You know, give me a challenge. I'd love to do some for you. So chances are I'll do it. You know, it would have to be really offbeat for me not to. So love a challenge. And if you're not sure what I've already done, go back and listen. Go to cnjradio.com. You'll see the link to the iTunes. The complete archives are out there and totally free for you to listen to. And there's a link to the Facebook, my Twitter. I'm a little more active on Twitter lately, so there you go. Doing good. And the email, joey at cnjradio.com. I check that as well. Probably about once a week I check that. So, uh, All ways to get in touch. Please, like I said, listen, like, subscribe, and share, as I always say, at least on Facebook. Uh, but thanks for tuning in to the show today. Next week, since it's a light new music month of January, I'm doing some shows that I've been wanting to do for a long time. I'm not sure how the reaction's going to be to next week's show, but I hope you check it out, and maybe you'll find some stuff you enjoy in there. I've been wanting to do a new wave show for a long time, and I'm going to do like deep new wave cuts that I like. Not guilty pleasures, because I'm admitting it, uh, but we'll just see what happens when we get there. And I'm going to try to get Logan to come on the show, so that'll be a lot of fun. So even if you don't like the songs, maybe you'll like the conversation. So, Alright, till then, have fun. <laughs>